we're back with the Vertical Plus podcast. Super excited to be here on this Monday afternoon. It's a gray Monday afternoon. That was very professional. Thank you so much. That was good. I was just seeing if you could run with it, and that was. Yeah. I just off the cuff. Here I am. Your job now. I don't know. Just a, just a podcast girl all the way. You look very fall today. You know, my sweater is orange and pink and maroon, and I was just feeling. Comfy, fallish. Tis the season. I, uh, I've a lot of people were sad about the rain this weekend, and I'm Mm -hmm. like, it's the right kind of fall gloom, you know? Oh yeah, I'm here for it. It feels like we should be taking a nap. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm all about it. I got in an argument with Rachel Tharp of Guest Services fame uh, (laughs) this past week because she was doing the cups for the popcorn Uh in the uh, was it popcorn? It was like popcorn and caramel corn i don't know i was sort of in the lobby but not really but my child came out with a large green cup okay yeah right yeah of orange popcorn yes so we went back and forth and i was like the cups look great green and Mm -hmm. she was like but green is not a fall color they need to be maroon these look like christmas cups and Mm. i was like i don't know i kind of like the green you know what i loved the green okay i loved the green so rachel tharp if you're listening that's one point for me i just like zero points i don't know maroon is a fall color but no we're heading like if it was september october maybe maybe maroon would have been fine right or brown brown would have been fine it feels christmas november mid-november is christmas right in my opinion there is a uh for for everyone not in the uh in the office recording right now it smells like christmas there is a loud christmas aroma (laughs) and it's coming from rachel (laughs) it's coming from rachel we love it yeah gotta love the holiday spirit so yesterday was a big day uh, it was indeed yeah it was um i feel sad for anybody that is listening to the podcast that was not actually in uh here in person with us because uh man it was just it was it was a really really big day and not just for you know everyone sitting in the gray chairs but also for volunteers as well uh mm-hmm. yesterday was uh, uh baptism here at vertical uh the second one that we've done in a few months and we had gosh i don't know 10 or 12 people signed up but then we also had a ton of spontaneous baptisms as it was well. awesome yeah it was really cool and and i'll be honest my favorite part of the morning uh was that both you and andrew your husband mm-hmm. got baptized it was really cool it was so like i was like that is such a sweet moment to get to watch you guys do that and yeah. like, hug afterwards can you I, this may be entirely too personal can you just tell me a little bit about that experience and, and what that's like and maybe well, what brought it up uh, we've been thinking about baptism um, separately for a while, and it actually it came up in conversation. And um, the last time we did uh, Baptism Sunday, mm-hmm. um, afterwards, ago, yeah. I was like, you know what? I, I think that I want to get baptized. Like, I was baptized as a baby because yeah. um, I grew up Catholic, so I was sprinkled. Ah, uh, yes. And yeah, and um, but I've been serving here for so long, it just kind of felt like, you know. I've been serving for so long. What's that going to look did, like did for me? Not weird, like, like to get baptized, but like I've been living this lifestyle for a little while now. Yeah. Um, did it feel strange that like people see me lead on stage all the time? Will it be weird for them to? I, I, I think that was what I was afraid that it would feel like, yeah. but it didn't. That's awesome. Um, and so I, after the last baptism Sunday, I really, it's been on my heart for like a couple years. Oh, okay. Um, I just haven't, said anything or done anything about it. And then the last time I mentioned it, 
um, to Andrew, just like, hey, I think that that's something that I really want to do. Yeah. Um, it's something that we're called to do. And yeah. like, just because I was sprinkled as a baby, like, I'm not baptized. Right. I didn't get to make that decision for myself. Yeah. Um, so actually getting to do that and then mentioning it to him, he was like, well, I kind of feel the same way. Like, I think I want to get baptized too. And I was like, oh. Okay. What brought well, that, let's do it. What brought that on? I'm curious just for Andrew. Uh, um, for Andrew, he grew up um, in a Christian home. Yeah, because you all had very different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he got baptized when he was 12. Okay. And he said his experience was like he knew like he knew who Jesus was and was like, yeah, I want to be a, a follower when he was 12. But True. he didn't actually know what it meant to live that out what the decision was um and i think a couple years ago when he started going to the hangar and um started connecting with people he realized like this is what it means to like live it out yeah and he wanted to make that decision um as an adult yeah so i love that you know that's something that we've been i don't know it, it feels like we've had a little bit of similar experiences and i feel like i've been talking about this a whole lot but you know, for people that are not on stage regularly, there is a side to that that is like, I have not a reputation to upkeep, mm-hmm. but almost I have to be able to lead people well mm-hmm. and, and people need me to be confident. I, yeah. think, I think we can convince ourselves of that. Mm-hmm. And so I talked about it a couple of months ago, even as I started going to uh, a hangar group was, I don't know if I can share around these guys. I don't know how vulnerable I can be around these guys because mm-hmm. some of them have to hear me on stage regularly. Yeah. Um, and I quickly got feedback uh, on that from some older guys who are much wiser than I am. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a little bit of the same situation that you experienced in that. Well, I kind of feel like I need to be obedient in this, mm-hmm. but does that, compromise my position of leading them and i just love the we even talked a little bit about it before service yeah i love the picture of you coming down being baptized throwing your hair up and getting back on stage to lead in the next song and it's like oh yeah that's that's very like biblical yeah you know like that's what you see in the new it was it was so cool like um so many people afterwards um came up and were like Man, that was just so awesome that you got baptized. And then, like, you went up and then you led a song after that. Yeah. Um, somebody told me last night, um, Andrew and I are doing the Abiding Free class. Oh, the class, yes, mm-hmm. yeah, on Sunday evenings. Um, so we were leaving, and somebody came up to me and was like, that was really cool to watch you do that. Like, I think I want to get baptized, too. I love that. And I was like, that's so, so awesome. Yeah, you can, you can trap yourself into thinking that my being vulnerable here is going to hurt these people. Mm-hmm. But in reality, like, that is that is so, I was thinking about, I was driving home thinking about it yesterday, honestly, Melissa. Like, that is what it looked like in the New Testament. Like, people would be baptized, and then they would turn around and baptize their children or mm-hmm. their brother or or whatever. And it's like, oh, yeah this is me committing to obedience, go right into service. Like yeah. that's, that's what we've been called to do. So why wouldn't you do that? Mm-hmm. You know, I think that we put at least the church I grew up in, like had so many rules and stipulations around all of that. Yeah. I just think that it's really easy to overthink, mm-hmm. you know? Absolutely. Um, I, It was, it was just so, it was just so special. Like I, I, I was thinking about it all day yesterday and today, just like, um, like, my best friend got to baptize me. Yeah. And like, so then cool. Andrew got to be right after me. Yeah. And like, I got to watch him and he got to watch me. Yeah. And then like all my friends on my team that I serve with, they got to play. With like you. they got to lead while I was getting well, baptized. And I, and I saw women that like, don't even go to church here, but you do life with that mm-hmm. came and like kind of to support you and surround you. And that. I'm yeah. Like, 
I don't know. It just felt very vertical to me. Mm-hmm. Like I was, it was like, it was really special. It, it felt very, very special. Mm-hmm. I love the intention behind it. I think that's what stood out to me the most about it. I was actually journaling about this this morning. You know me. I'm I'm just <laughs> pent up with my journal. You know, <laughs> but uh, I was thinking about it this morning. Like everything about yesterday felt very intentional Mm -hmm. like this is we're doing this for a reason yeah and we're leaving open space for a reason i love that we're having like sundays specifically for that now Mm -hmm. i feel like in the past it was like okay somebody signed up to get baptized here's what we're gonna do this sunday this person's gonna get baptized but i love that now we're like dedicating us a day yeah for that because i mean six people got baptized yesterday that didn't plan on yeah, it. Spur them, and and actually, more people are getting baptized this next week because, like you said, you know, there were people that came up and they were like, "We really would actually like to do that. Can we keep the can we keep the baptistry up?" We're like, "Yeah, okay. let's yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, let's do the thing." You know, and yeah, but but that back to intentional. Like, yeah. this is set aside time. This Sunday is set aside for this because we believe it's important. Mm-hmm. You know, um, somebody that has been going to the table for. I guess ever since the table started back, so I guess maybe eight months, eight, eight months ish ago. Mm. Um, I remember her coming and just talking about how she was at a um, a, a difficult place in her walk and um, just had a bunch of questions and all these things. And it's been really cool to watch her um, come to the table every single week. And yesterday, when I was walking back, I was drying off before I went back on stage because I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and I was in the green room and I saw her come out and she had just changed to like get baptized. That's and awesome. I was like, you go. I am so proud of you. So like cool. it was just it was so cool. It feels like uh, I don't know. It feels almost like a family reunion. You yeah. Know, or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just very joyful. You know, Um I think my, yeah, the, the intentionality behind that's a big thing. And it was cool to see the spontaneous, you know, I was getting, I was in the hallway, I was mm-hmm. meeting them like, hey, we have like shirts and like gym uh-huh. shorts for you to yeah. put on so you don't have to jump in in your clothes unless that's what you want to do. And then you can do that too, I guess. Some people are like, uh, you ever met these guys that are like so against shorts? <laughs> There's... <laughs> Like, like some people are weird. Like, I don't want to wear, I don't want about that. They're I like, remember I, in high school, there were the opposite of those two. Where, the people they, who would only wear shorts. Right. Yes. It'd be 30 degrees and they're like, and they're in like put a beanie on chacos and chacos and shorts. And shorts and, yes, and I'm right. ready. So, so you always have to be careful. Like, what do you need? What do you need from me? But, uh, there were a lot of like people coming up to spontaneously be baptized. And I just, I thought it was such a cool, it seems like such a cool statement to go back to Nate's talk a little bit of like, I am I am following not just my uh desires like in the world but I am I have a connection with Jesus to the point that like there's a desire here that I'm trying to be obedient in the moment. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time if I'm honest connecting the like my long-term goals or identity as somebody who wants to live like Jesus to the like spontaneous actions throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like I was thinking yesterday, like I would definitely be somebody that registered for this and signed up. Yeah. That thing where people do that randomly in a service because like, you know, God is telling them to, or the Holy Spirit's like letting them know that that's what they need to do. Like, I don't know that I'm really good at aligning my desires with like direction that quickly. Yeah. Does that make sense? I'm the same way. I feel like, but we've talked about this before. Like you and I both have different struggles with control. Sure. I think that's what that goes back to. Oh, that's a good point. Is like um, 
I mean, like I've said earlier, I've been thinking about baptism for like since I started serving. Yeah, years. Yeah. But I haven't done it until now. Yeah. Um, And I know that's like the enemy, like getting in my head, just being, you know, being the voice of like, well, if you do that, people are going to think that you're not qualified to be leading people on stage. If you've never been baptized, how can you lead? Like, right. you know, that yeah. negative voice. Yeah. Um, but it all goes back to control, yeah. I think. Do you think that, I, yeah, I, I guess I, I guess that control piece goes way deeper than we think that it does sometimes. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like to attribute things to like my need for control in yeah. the moment, but that really is what that is. It's like, this is me controlling my identity. This is me controlling what other people think about me. Yep. This is even me, because this is my career. So mm-hmm. like, this is even me like, uh, like trying to control my future in the decisions that I'm making. Mm-hmm. And I think so much of that too is like, the the direction that God wants for me and the direction that I want for myself, even though I can convince myself that they are aligned, so often they're actually butting heads. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so, like yesterday, Nate, um, you, we were talking about just a minute ago. Ooh, she's she's popular. <laughs> <laughs> we love a phone call yeah, mid podcast. I'll call you later, Dad. Get a lot. <laughs> Sorry, Gino. <laughs> Uh, we were talking about it before the podcast, like this thing that Nate said, and I actually told him earlier in the week that I thought this was the best part of his talk was, you know, the statement that desire ultimately leads to our direction. Mm. And so I think what it is, is that I find myself in constant battle of, well, what do I really desire here? Mm -hmm. Most of the time I do not desire obedience. Mm -hmm. That is not something that I like want to even think about. I don't want to think of myself as submissive in Mm -hmm. any way. And I have a genuine problem with that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, do you find yourself there? Well, I was just thinking about what you said of like, you would have been the planner, not the spontaneous person. Yeah. Um, I mentioned it on the podcast with Mike, like that experience of like being at uh, that camp where I wanted to worship, but I like was yes. like, no, yeah, yeah, right. no, like I'm not going to, not going to lift up my hands. That's yeah. not how, how to do it. And then. I went back to my little cabin and was like, why didn't I do that? Yeah. And then the next day I did and I like surrendered and it felt good. Yes. And that's like, like yesterday with baptism, something that I've been thinking about. I get home. Why didn't I just do it? Yeah. And then you do it and you feel so good. Yeah. And it's, it's like, it's that alignment, you know, it's like, this is where my desires match up with what God wants for me. Mm -hmm. And you, you convince yourself that it's going to be way harder than it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to push to a little bit of an uncomfortable place, but I feel okay. like that's what we do with the podcast. And we love okay. it. So I've recently been thinking about, um, I was listening to a podcast uh, by actually some friends locally who were talking about kind of the roles of men and women like within the Bible and things mm-hmm. like that. And I'll be honest, I didn't agree with every part of it, mm-hmm. but a lot of it I did. And one of the things that they said is men have a have a part of them that is very much so good at remembering. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that women have is this ability to respond. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, that feels a little backwards than what I would think. But as I was listening to them, I was thinking about the female ability to respond to things. So for instance, maybe it's uh, responding to the, we've talked about this, the life change of having a child, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, the responding to um, things that your husband does or, or uh, you know, life changes or whatever it is. Do you think that women 
in your experience, have an easier time responding in that way to the leading of God because they're kind of designed that way? Or do you think that maybe we've, maybe that's not uh, as easy as we might think based on scripture? You know what I mean? I think that's the way that women were designed. I, I think that, I think so too, but I don't, I'm having a hard time putting my finger on what that is. I mean, if you think about like, like think about Mary. Yeah. I mean, what if she would have said, like, nah. I'm good. I'm good. Thanks. You know, I mean, how she responded. Virgin birth doesn't sound yeah. very fun at all. <laughs> you know, I mean, I feel like that's that's in our nature. I think that's the way that we're wired. Yeah. I think about, um, I've referenced this on stage a few times, too, but even the way that God designed Eve, mm-hmm. I, f- I find that so fascinating in the Bible, the amount of attention God paid and intention that he put into designing woman, mm-hmm. uh, which, which is really funny because men were made from the dirt, you know? <laughs> and so like, it's just, it's this, Rub some dirt on right. It. Yeah. Basically <laughs> it's very, it's really interesting, but I've never thought of women as having the skill of responding, but I'll be honest lately. I feel like I've been surrounded by women at vertical who are working towards and have really honed that ability of this is going to sound so spiritual and churchy and I hate that I'm even saying it this way, but responding to the spirit, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and I, I can't, I'm having a hard time putting my finger on why that is. Um, And I'm also struggling with the idea, and Mike brought this up a little bit last week of why men have such a harder Mm. time doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe we're venturing into uncharted territory here, but responding is not something necessarily that men do very well. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to stay on myself about responding instead of reacting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I have a tendency to react to situations very, very quickly and loudly mm-hmm. um, or, or just instinctually. Yeah. Whereas even my wife, Caitlin uh, does a much better job of responding mm-hmm. like, intentionally instead of reacting yeah. does that make sense mm. i feel like what you did yesterday was a lot of responding you know yeah through thought through um like prayer mm-hmm. and responding out of obedience to what god wanted for you and i guess maybe i just want to be better at that yeah you know what i mean does that make sense it does am i, I mean, rambling <laughs> you i mean you're not rambling it does it does make sense and um I mean, it took me a minute to get there, though. Like, yes, I was obedient, and yes, I did respond, but, like, I didn't do it when God told me to do it. (laughs) That was the control control piece and things that I struggle with also. But um, eventually, I did respond and um, stepped into obedience and did get baptized, and I'm glad that I did. So. Yeah, I am too. Like, I thought it was a really cool picture. I'll go ahead and shout them out. That was uh, that was the God, Sex, and uh, or the Sex, God, and Chaos podcast. They're local. Um, y'all should go check them out. They, they do really great work over there. Um, something else that I was telling Nate this week while we're on the topic, too, of, he was talking about direction, he was talking about desire and mm-hmm. all those things, and I recently read um, from a guy named uh, Tommy Ribs, who is like, got a super cool story people should definitely check out but he was saying basically that a lot of times we want better to be a destination Mm -hmm. but it's actually a direction Mm -hmm. um and i thought that's kind of the picture of baptism Mm -hmm. i think so often we convince ourselves that like baptism or whatever you know plug in spiritual thing uh bible studies small groups 
the hanger of the table, like that's going to make us better. Mm-hmm. But you don't actually like get better to that point. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like that's a step in the right direction towards obedience and towards those things. But you you haven't made it somewhere. It's not yeah. a destination. Yeah. Was that part of what that battle was? That conflict of like. I, I, I don't know, like, making the decision to do something like that? I guess um, in my experience of, like like I said, I, I grew up Catholic, and so you get baptized as a baby when you're Catholic. Yeah. And then starting to go to um, non-denominational, different Baptist church and churches and things like that as I have gotten older, um, in my experience, it's like, you have this big I'm saved moment mm, and then yeah. you get baptized right after that. Yeah. And that's just not how my story it didn't went. Work out that way. And so yeah. it was one of those like, well, I guess I missed my aha moment. Oh, like, yeah. you know, and then it was kind of one of those like, well, when do I do it? Did yeah. I, was I baptized as a baby? Did I already Does do it? Is this you know, the, yeah. like there's a lot of questions there for me. Yeah. I understand that. I definitely get, I think that most people exist in that spot. Well, I mean, you know, there's the big, my story on the screen of yeah. this is why I believe and I want to get baptized. The lights dim. There's a spotlight on the tub. You know, it's yeah. like your big aha yeah. like moment. And But you know, like even, I, so I worked in student ministry for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And what I experienced was usually when students go through those natural steps, not always, but usually when they have that like big aha moment and they are baptized, a month or a year or a couple of years later, it's like, okay, wait, I thought that was the thing. Mm-hmm. Like, wasn't that supposed to fix all of that stuff? Mm-hmm. And you realize that nobody's story is actually this really big, beautiful, like, I made it. Right. You know, it's it's very much so like one step forward, two steps back, two mm-hmm. steps forward, one step back. We're trying to figure out what we're in the right direction, but it's a journey. It's a yeah. process, you know? And I think that it's really, really cool for, for you to be able to say like, I don't know, like these things are not all linear. Mm-hmm. It doesn't always go up and to the right. Right. You know, like it's okay for, for things to maybe not look like the order I might've thought they were supposed to be when I was 12 or mm-hmm. whatever, you know? And I think that that's, uh, that kind of embodies vertical in a lot of ways. I think that's a lot of the, my story matters that we hear and like, yeah. all of those things. Like that's one reason why we love people's stories here. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like just kind of, there are a lot of vertical people that listen to this podcast. I I was looking out into the crowd yesterday and thinking like, boy, there are people here that whether it's baptism or not, whatever the decision is, like they want to make a decision. Maybe it's to get involved in community. Maybe it's to go sit in a circle with men or women. Maybe it's to reach out to, you know, somebody that they would need uh, conflict resolved with or whatever it is. Like God is calling them to do something. And what's really sad is they're going to walk out of here and have not done that thing because they're going to convince themselves that they have to be better mm-hmm. before they can do that. When in reality, that that action point would be the thing that would set them towards the direction of better. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when they get home, they're going to feel just like I felt, man, why didn't I do that? Yeah. Why didn't I do that? Yeah. I felt like I should do it. Why didn't I do that? I know. Yeah. Um. So if you feel like that, do it. Yeah. I promise. If you do it, you're going to feel so much better. Yeah. It feels good when you step out into and do what God calls you to do. You're right. And there's not a safer place to do it, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Boy, I can, t- like, and, and we said this, Melissa, like, 
I have like as a staff member, as somebody who is on stage regularly, I fail constantly. Oh yeah. Like me too. Continually. Not you, but me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Austin feels all the time. <laughs> I, I, me too. We we feel constantly like I don't know that there is a safer place for you to work out like what you actually think and believe and even fail at times than vertical. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever been in a church where it's safer to do that. In fact, we really celebrate the fact that we can be honest and vulnerable about vulnerable about those things, you mm-hmm. know. Um, I think that's probably my heart for vertical. Like that's what I want for people that walk in our doors is for them to know like this is an okay place to figure things out. Yeah. You know, and that's not always super pretty, but mm-hmm. it is it is really cool to watch people do that together, especially on a day like yesterday. Mhm. Boy, did we cover yesterday? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest. I didn't really know where that was going to go, but I was kind of like, I don't know. Like, it was just such a good day. It's good to talk about and celebrate. Yeah, it was awesome. It was super special. So you got baptized. Your husband got baptized. You yeah. had a friend get baptized. Like, yeah. it was just a cool day. Yeah. So I think, wasn't there 16 people? He was 16 total. Yeah. And we have a few Sunday. And I'm kind of curious how many people will, like, pop up before then, you know? Like... I, I don't know. It's it's cool. I think all the working here, I think constantly we do so many things wrong. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many things that we do that probably people at more successful churches have already figured out. But for whatever reason, God is doing something, you know, and he's 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 making it happen regardless, despite. And I kind of love that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm here for it. I think Baptism Sunday is what we're doing right, though. Yeah. Ever, the past two times. The first time I was like, I'm leading a song, but I'm about to jump in the tub right Let's here. Let's go. One was in front of you. You could have dove yeah, in. I, I could have that yeah, Sunday. You could have dove in. Yeah. Just electric shock everybody <laughs> with those Cannonball in-ears. right yeah. off. <laughs> what do you think Graham would have done? He would have freaked Graham. out. Sweet Graham. Graham loves a plan. Graham. He's the man with the plan. I've never met someone that is as uh what's as logistically like gifted as I am. I don't think, and sometimes I look at Graham and I'm like, you have to quit stressing. Like, <laughs> calm down. So I was on the, the schedule to serve, and, um, like, I think he hadn't, like, actually planned it out yet, but I was I was on the schedule. And um, at JRC for Hope 4, oh, yeah. I was like, hey, I have a little bit of a curveball for you for next weekend. And he was like, Okay, I was uh, like, I, I, that is a nightmare <laughs> statement for Graham. I know. I was like, I think that um, that I want to get baptized, and he was like, "What? That's way more important than leading." I love him. And he was like, "I mean, do you want to just like be off?" I was like, "Graham, no, no. I want to do the first half, and then when the response songs, like, I'll get baptized." What's so funny is I was like, "Dang, you couldn't even give her the Sunday off so she get baptized," and she was like, "She wanted it." I tried. I did want it. And then in rehearsal yesterday, I wasn't supposed to go back on stage at all. That yeah. was not the plan. And then they were doing Trusting God. And I was like, what if I, I just come back up here in my wet clothes? So, okay, we've been talking for so long about like <laughs> this whole thing. But just talking about this weekend, uh, there was a funeral here on Saturday. Um, and it was for a... Uh, a family in our community who lost their son, grandson. He was a young man. And um, there was a point in the service where they did worship within the funeral. Mm. I'll be honest. I'm not good at funerals. Yeah. I didn't grow up going to funerals. My family didn't really like do that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
there's a point to this tangent, I promise. I uh, so, but we were here in the in the service, and they did like sort of a worship portion of it, and they sang uh, "Trust in God," and the mom was here, and she was actually on stage helping lead the procession, and I was just thinking, like, I, I'll be honest, my initial reaction was, is she okay? Is she in shock? Is it good for her to be like? this over this production and all like leading all of this mm-hmm. production's not the right word but leading all of this so soon after losing her son and then after talking with her and i was at her house this week and got to hug her um i was like no like she's just like that is really where she is like she may have lost her son but she is completely convinced that she's you know, gonna see him again she's yeah. gonna see him again and also that like other people are in the service on Saturday. She was convinced people were going to come to a uh, knowledge of Jesus because of her son's uh, accident. And I was like, and so she's singing and worshiping. And I was like, wow. I, yeah. I, again, I don't like to over spiritualize things. It makes me feel icky. I've never seen faith like that. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, I couldn't do it. Yeah. I, yeah, I was so, and I won't ever hear that song without thinking of her mm-hmm. now. You know what I mean? Um, so it's been a big weekend. Yeah. It's been a big week, uh, with hope for and that, and then the baptisms and we got more baptisms coming Sunday, this next Sunday. And, uh, I'm stoked. Yeah. It's gonna be fun. You guys should come. Yeah, you should come. Like if nothing else, it's like, it's going to be a great Sunday for worship and celebrating with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what we do around here. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Okay. We got other segments to get to. You ready to head that way? Let's do it. Let's go. Okay, back for some Ask Us Anything, and uh, it's a birthday question. A birthday question. We need need to shout out uh, a birthday girl's day. It's Caitlin's birthday. Uh, Caitlin Roberts, my wife, whom I love and adore. Is that good? Yeah. Is that a good thing? Yeah, that's a good thing. Okay, cool. Yeah. Happy birthday, Caitlin. Happy birthday, Caitlin. 29. 29. I hope she listens to this. I hope she does, probably She'll listen for you, not for me. (laughs) She's... Um, okay. So birthday, ask us anything. This one's simple. I like this one. What is the best surprise that you ever received for your birthday? I got two immediately. So, so, so here's what we know. Uh, your husband, whom you love, Andrew, love uh, and adore. Yeah. Love no less. and adore. That's right. <laughs> He is a big birthday guy. Big and, birthday and guy. He, he, he will do the most for a birthday. He loves to celebrate me, and he, it's really the sweetest. He loves to celebrate you. He also loves to surprise you. He does. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how many more times Which, he can surprise me. I was me. about to say, like, when it's always a surprise, is it a surprise? But you love the intention. I do. It's I so do. good. Okay, it's very well, sweet. put it on me, because I'm, I'm thinking through mine. All right. So, I'll give the... The first one, I'm going to tell you both. Yeah, I'm going to say both. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. The first one was for my 13th birthday. And it was Andrew? No, it oh, wasn't. I was like, this whoa, is not the, no. flex. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we probably were dating probably, then. Yeah, probably. But, yeah. Um, okay, 13th birthday. Yes, my 13th birthday, my mom and dad were like, okay, we're going to go to Mama's house uh-huh. Um, this weekend. Love it. Um, And I was like, why would we do that? Yeah. I want to have my friends over. It's my birthday. Right. And they were like, well, she wants to have a birthday party for you at her house, which is in Diamond Head, Mississippi. You were like, why? Three hours south. 13-year-old Melissa is yeah, very yeah, upset. Yes. Yeah. Makes sense. I can't think of anything like 
not that's just not what I wanted to yeah, do, right, you know, yeah. for my thirteenth birthday. This is not the plan. So reluctantly I get in the car, we go to my grandmother's where um she's got a little birthday cake and my cousin who is um exactly a year older than me, her and I were really close growing up. Of course. She was at the house waiting. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, Taylor, okay. That makes it a little better. Love it. We'll spend we'll spend my birthday doing this. It's fine. Um I open my birthday card and um um and everybody sings happy birthday, all the things. And I open the birthday card and it's Taylor Swift tickets. Wow. And I was like, Oh my gosh. This started so early. excited. This started early. And um my mom was like, Well, you better hurry and get dressed. The the concert's tonight. And so, like, we, like, hurried and got ready, and then we went to go see Taylor Swift for my 13th birthday. It was my very first concert. Wow. Fearless. Love tour. It, it what, was what amazing. Are the, what are the odds? Is this why this plays such a big role in your life now? It's nostalgic. It's nostalgic. Like, yeah, for I sure. I grew up with her. She's my first concert. That's I was right. 13 years old. I love that. Yeah, that's It was great. amazing. And I was being such a brat that whole day because I did not want to so go. So upset. Um, I did not want to go to my grandmother's house. <laughs> But really, we were staying there because the concert was at the Biloxi Coliseum. Makes sense. Shouts so, to Mama yeah. for housing you. Mama? Is that Mama. Right? Mama. Mama yeah. is yeah, my grandma. That's, that's great. But So that was the first one. Okay. Second one was for my twen- my 20th birthday. Okay. Um, Andrew surprised me um, with tickets to go see Wicked um, ah. in Birmingham. And we were at Ole Miss at the time. So it was like a two-hour drive or yeah. something. So like... We got in the car. We drove to Birmingham. We went to go see Wicked, yep. like the second row. It was like amazing Great seats. seats. Yeah, we went to the Cheesecake Factory, and then we drove back to Oxford. Loaded and up. it was like it's one of my one of my favorite memories with him because we were just like, it was so fun. I love that. it. Was so fun. Yeah, that's really fun. I have one, and I'll be honest. Like there are bigger, better gifts that I've received. Uh, for my birthday. So like the you know, shout out to my parents for, for making that happen and, and for Caitlin and all those things. But I'll be honest, the first thing that came to mind for me was uh, a little bit of a reprieve from a punishment that I earned <laughs> that I got on my birthday. Uh so this is a bit of a story, but it's worth it. So when I was in third grade, okay. I had a teacher named Miss Gates. And Miss Gates was so mean, as I recall. <laughs> and uh, really, I was just, I sucked. I was, you were probably just not a I was very the, good listener. Oh, my God. I was the worst. <laughs> like, looking back, I'm like, I would have hated teaching me. So it is the day before Thanksgiving break. My birthday butts up against Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And we're about to leave for our week-long break in Arkansas. And I got in so much trouble that day that I had to stay in detention and write uh, lines. You ever mm-hmm. had to do, like, uh-huh. you know, they make you. So they, I will not talk in class. Exactly. I will not talk in class. So they put on the board, this is the sentence that you will write all the way down your paper or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, instead of writing that sentence, I wrote, why is Miss Gates so fat? <laughs> question, question mark. And turned it in. And she was like, did you do all your lines? And I was like, yeah, sure did. Got it. And and she was like, all right, great. You can go do whatever. It, it was like a Thanksgiving party, I guess. I don't know. Like, So I got to go to the party. <laughs> turned it in. Well, I guess she noticed hours later what I had written on there and was furious. And so my mom uh, punished me. There were there was uh, several punishments. One, I had to go spend Thanksgiving with my dad, like which was part of that. But also, their punishment for me was like, well, if you're going to make fun of Miss Gates' weight, then you have to eat healthy over Thanksgiving break, which included my birthday. 
And so not only did I like not get to eat anything like good for Thanksgiving, <laughs> I was like, I can't even have birthday cake on my oh, birthday. No. So made it through Thanksgiving. I mean, I had like, like dry turkey and mashed potatoes and water for Thanksgiving. I swear. No. I got to my birthday and was at my birthday party and my parents were like, okay, fine, you can have some cake. And it was like, it, I guess they had planned to do that the uh-huh. whole time because I'd made it the whole week. It was like the bet. I was like, yes, I can have birthday <laughs> cake for my birthday. Best day ever. And uh, that was a surprise because I thought they were going to follow through on that. Shit. <laughs> We could probably have a whole podcast about like things that we got in trouble. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to my defense, and the the consequences from those actions. In my defense, <laughs> I saw Miss Gates years later, and she did have a bit of a glow up. And so I'm like, maybe I motivated her for that. <laughs> maybe no, not. I don't know. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's me. You guys can't see me, but I'm shaking my head. <laughs> Miss Gates, if somehow you hear this, I'm so sorry. I really apologize, and I hope that your life turned out great. Honestly, that really checks out that you were that kid. You were trying to outsmart her. Oh, yeah. Sure, I'll do the lines. Well, the thing- I'm not going to write what you told me to write. Oh, yeah. Oh, I wrote the lines. <laughs> oh, I wrote, I wrote the lines. And the thing was, I was waiting for her reaction. She didn't give it to me. And I was like, well, okay, I guess I did this. When I had to write lines, assignment. I would go, like, I will not talk in class. I would write, I all the way down the paper. Oh yeah. Will all the yeah. way down. Why was that better? Not. You definitely did. Yeah, we all did that. For and sure. it went much quicker. I don't know why that like in your head that makes sense, but it does. I certainly wrote that several times. Yeah. I will not talk I will in not class. Talk in class. Yeah, that was a thing. <laughs> Good ask us anything uh and uh birthdays, you know. Enjoy them. You only get so many of them. You should have a surprise every year for your I birthday. can't wait to do that for Caroline. Just give her something like like just such a big surprise. I I love giving gifts. Uh-huh. Like finding the right gift for someone is probably one of my favorite things in the world. Do you know that I have a note in my phone that's like called gifts and love like it. when somebody mentions something? I love that. Um I just write it down so just in case I for, I won't ever forget it and I have like a list of good gifts for people. That's my favorite thing. That's awesome. Very good. Okay, we got to get to recommends. Recommend, recommend. Let's head that way. We'll wrap it up. Recommends, recommends. Ooh. Not in sync at all. It's okay. It's, it's fine. Afternoon. It's not morning. Normally, right we are morning podcasters. We're sharp. We're ready yes, to go. Yes, we are afternoon podcasters today because I hit a deer <laughs> last week and <laughs> I had to get in my rental car this morning. <laughs> yeah, I... Uh, Wait, I, hold on. I have to tell you what I almost hit a couple days later. <laughs> are you... Okay, all right. Is this a like common thing for you? No, not at all. Okay, all right. You're going to like die when I tell you this. Okay, okay so... Last Wednesday, I was leaving dance, going down the road. Literally, I blinked my eyes. You know, deer are fast. Yeah. I blinked my eyes, and it was in the middle of the road. Right. I was on a two-lane road. Nothing I could do except Can't smash swerve. it. Can't swerve. Got to do yeah, it. Yeah. I'm like, you hit the tree, or you get on a head-on collision, or you just smash the deer. Sorry, Honda Pilot. Sorry, Honda Pilot. Yeah. Smash the deer. Yeah. Anyway, a couple days later, um, I'm on the same road. <laughs> 
I blink my eyes, and there is a peacock in the middle of the road. What? There are two peacocks. One is in the ditch. One is in the middle of like, the road. Peacocks, blue pe- birds with green tail feathers. They live there? They're not indigenous to Madison, Mississippi. <laughs> Like, what? They're somebody's pets, and they got out, and I saw it on Facebook. I was about to say, that's in a Facebook group somewhere. Hey, your peacocks are out. Literally almost smashed this peacock. There was a car. What would you have done? I would have been I would have what? Been just undone. You can't come back from that. <laughs> oh, my, my gosh. Uh, there was a car stopped at the top of the hill, and it was, like, waving. And Don't hit the peacock. And I was like, what are you doing? Like, why are you, what are you, what are you doing? Okay, okay. And then I topped the hill. I couldn't see what was on top. And there's a blue peacock in the middle of the road. That's, of all the things that you expect to see driving around the greater Madison area, that's not one of them. Like It, it was just mind-blowing. Some people are so eccentric. Like, why do you need a peacock? Two. Not Why one. do you need two peacocks? You need two peacocks. Okay. We have a whole peacock family. That's yeah. another young Austin story. When we went on our kindergarten... Uh, Field trip to the Little Rock Zoo. What did you do to the peacocks, Austin? Well, we got kicked out of the zoo because my friend KB McAuliffe <laughs> and I were chasing the peacock. Because you know they let the peacocks roam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, like, you can catch them. You can chase them. You and, can catch yeah, them. Right. And the, uh, the, I vividly remember Miss Brown coming up to us and they're like, your parents are here and you have to leave because they have videos of you <laughs> chasing peacocks. And I really wish I had those videos. Young Austin. You know? So you almost hit a peacock. You did hit a deer. Did hit a deer. Did almost hit-, hit a peacock several days later. Man, y'all so, be safe out there. Uh, yeah, driving. y'all be careful on Stribbling Road yeah, is that's all I'm wild. saying. Okay, wait. So are you recommending exotic pets? <laughs> no. It's definitely your week to recommend. <sighs> no. I, don't, I didn't know if this was Tiger King it or was, what. It like, was not. <laughs> it was not. I don't really know how we got here, but it's fine. we're talking it's about fine. peacocks it's now. Fine. It's okay. Talk it is my recommend, though. It is your recommend. So, on your way on Stribling Road, <laughs> um, if you, um, anyway, I don't that, that wasn't a good. If you're segue. on your way, if you're on your way somewhere, somewhere, this is what you should avoiding do. Peacocks. <laughs> this is what you should do. That was not a good segue. Okay. I thought it would work. It didn't. Afternoon podcast again. Yep. I'm halfway done with my coffee. It's not, it's, it's a little spacey. We're making it. It's okay. Anyway, I'm recommending, um, cold plunges today. I've been Ah. having this one on reserve because, um, I joined the cold plunge gang. Is there a Facebook group for that? No, I'm sure there is. Um, I've been having this one on reserve because I needed to make sure that I was committed. (laughs) Really? And I wasn't wasn't recommending something that I haven't been doing. Okay. See, I appreciate the authenticity. And I have been doing it, though. And I've become a sauna cold plunge girl. And I'm recommending it to everyone out there. Well, list the benefits for me. I don't really know the benefits. Tell me about it. I know it's it's good for like... um, digestive health and it's good for like immunity oh. i know it's good for better sleep yeah and um you probably know do you've you done f- it before do haven't you, you do you feel i have do you feel the like clear this, mind really is what i do it for is is okay so that's what i was about to say is like uh i remember vividly talking caitlin into hopping in a cold plunge and she was very upset with me and, and in fact i remember her saying when did the endorphins come what is happening <laughs> And uh, and she got mad and left. So it's an after thing. Yeah, right. So, but you're an advocate for this. Tell me how it makes you feel. Like when you get out, you just feel so clear. Yes. 
in your head. It just feels so good. You feel you feel amazing. Okay. I think maybe we should do a, a cold plunge day. Like we just like how about this? On Sunday, we won't heat the baptistry. <laughs> We'll fill it with ice. We'll fill it with ice. Everyone cold plunges. That's the baptism. Melissa's like, I'm back. I'm here again. (laughs) I'm being obedient. (laughs) No, I I haven't. I haven't done it longer than um, two and a half minutes. That's 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 pretty long. That's the the most that I've done. That's pretty long. I want to get to five. Whoa. I want to get to five. That's okay. So you know how when you're in the bath too long and you get pruny? Yeah. What is the opposite of that? <laughs> I think you still get pretty. Okay, I think you it. just get shrivelly. Where do you get the ice for it? Well, I go, or is it an actual plunge? It's, it's an actual plunge. plunge. Okay. So I work out at the Healthplex, ah. and they have a cold plunge pool. Gotcha. Love so that. I don't have to do any thing like that. Shouts to the Healthplex. Yeah, I'm also going to recommend the Healthplex. Do you enjoy? You're, you're a member there. Do you like mm-hmm. it? I really do. So I have a. We have a. We have our own gym that we, you know, do the things in or whatever. But people always ask me, like, hey, if I don't have that setup, where should I go work out? Or, like, do you like – and I don't really have gyms to recommend them. Would you mm-hmm. recommend it? Yeah, I really like the Healthplex. Um, I'm a person that gets bored easy. Mm. <laughs> and there's a lot what? of – What? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of different um, – like, you can work out in a lot of different areas Love it. there. Very so, cool. like, there's always something different, always different classes. Um all kinds of stuff. So I really like it. And then you get the cold plunge. Yeah. You yeah. get the cold plunge. They have a hot tub. They have a sauna, steam room, all the things, a lap pool. So I'm, I'm here for the cold plunge. Mm-hmm. I've done it. I get it. Right. Same thing with the sauna. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, done it. I get it. Hot tubs scare me. I don't get in a hot tub. So when we were in high school, I went on a ski trip with a friends with some friends. Uh, today they had a house or whatever, and we did the thing. And one of my friends got in a hot, like a communal hot tub, and got staff. Ew. And ever since then, I'm a little squeamish about the hot tubs. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure the Healthplex cleans them regularly. <laughs> they they're very very. <laughs> Clean. I'm sure they do. That's a me thing, not a them yeah. thing. I'm sure. I'm sure they do. Yeah. yeah. I think um, the health place loved this, and now they hate this. <laughs> I think for like the personal benefits for me, like I know there's a lot of things that it does help. Sure. But like for me, I like to do it for mental clarity. Love it. And um, when like one time I was really congested and I had a fever. Um, at night and I like went and for three days in a row I like sauna cold plunged and I was 100% better wow. like by the next day cool that's a good recommend why so, you been holding why have you been hiding your light under a bushel I have been I'm t- I told you I've been holding that one you want to make sure you were I wanted real... to make sure that I'm supporting something that I actually do I love that I'm I'm real, okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm real. I'm authentic. I'm not supporting nothing that I don't know anything I'm about. Generous. <laughs> I'm generous. I'm inclusive. I'm real. Okay, no, I like that. That's good. I, I feel like this is a solid podcast. You know, it was our best. We, it's the best that we could do today. We were worried. We, I, so, people <laughs> behind, cut behind the scenes. Afternoon podcasts always make us anxious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not my best self in the afternoon. Neither am I. I'm like Betty White. I'm not me when I'm hungry. Uh <laughs> Rip, rip to the queen. Oh, no. Oh, you know another recommend? This I can't actually give a recommend for this, but we said Betty White, so I'm going to plug this. Caitlin and I started watching The Golden Bachelor. The Golden Bachelor. <laughs> Have you watched that? No, but it looks so wholesome. It is not. It's not? <laughs> it's, it is like... No. It's like these old women whose 
husbands have passed away and now they're fighting over Gary Turner. Gary. (laughs) (laughs) It's the wildest thing I've ever watched. I can just tell y'all right now, if whenever we get older and Andrew moves on, I'm not going on The Golden Bachelor. See, I'm going to live my life. And have I, I've said this for a long time. I'm gonna have like a farm, a farm okay. with a lot of animals, a farm, yeah. and I'm just gonna live my life. I think that's fine. That's I don't okay. need a retirement any... community. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to yourself, you can have the cold plunge out there. Yeah, on the farm, and that'll be. I say all the time, like uh, I will definitely die before Caitlin for sure. Like no doubt in my mind. Andrew that thinks happen. that also. Yeah, it's gonna happen. It's for he sure. thinks that he's gonna get before I do. Yeah, it'll happen. I, I probably you know I always say by forty I'll probably be gone. It's okay, um, but. Caitlin will definitely remarry. She, the moment that she is single, she's like going to be getting hit up. I just know like it's, it's going to be instantaneous. Caitlin will have another man in her life. And you know what? She deserves that. I hope he's rich because I'm in (laughs) ministry and I hope he's rich and all the things. And I wish her the best. I don't think were she to, to pass away first that I would remarry because we, so you will get this. We've been in a relationship for a long time. Yeah. And you and Andrew have too. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of work. Oh, yeah. It's a lot to, like, I've known Caitlin for People more, are wild out more here. than half my life. Yeah. I just don't know that I can do it again. That's, yeah. a, that's a lot of investment. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anyway. That's I'm, that's what I say too. Am I recommending? I'm out. What are we recommending? We're, we're recommending cold <laughs> We're recommending the cold plunge. So that you live longer <laughs> so your spouse doesn't have to find another spouse. Yeah. <laughs> also, maybe the Golden Bachelor. Yeah, no, we're not recommending the Golden Bachelor. Uh, okay, oh, all right, we should probably no, hang this we're one We're going to wrap this up quick. <laughs> okay, Birdies. We're losing it. Thanks for listening to the Vertical Plus Podcast. We will see you guys same time, same place next week. See you then. Bye. Bye.